Hello, you little croissants, and welcome to episode 115 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by Carrie. That that actually totally like threw you off. Yeah, well, it's it's because it's it's, 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 it's but it's kind of a red herring for the listener though. They always are spoiler, right? Because the. <laughs> We we have just uh, just spoiler alert. We have another uh, international snack box. Super fun! Wow, you really spoiled that. Right, but where is it from? Oh, you couldn't tell by that intro. You really couldn't. Because, no, you uh, really couldn't. Nice. You know, in America we call them croissants, like just unwashed filth. But but everywhere I, else they're called croissants. Right, but I would associate you them know. with a particular country. You would. Yes, and you'd be wrong. Yes, I would. So, <laughs> so that's super cryptic for the first minute of the episode. <laughs> first thirty seconds, even. So stay tuned. And actually, I I was quipless again today. Um, I just, I, there's just not been anything that's I'm like super been into lately to like, or nothing happening, right? I guess it's kind of fummer right now. Fummer. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's fall summer. It's yeah. like 80 degrees out. I've never heard that. Yeah. And I'm still one day, like last week I caved and turned on the heat cause it was 65 degrees when I woke up. But then it quickly got to like 73 in my house because the sun came out and started like coming through the windows. So I turned it back off. And I'm not turning it back on until I have at least one full week of the high in the 50s, which Ar- should be next week. Ours is on. So, I will Actually, not do it. I should have said welcome to the jungle, although all the plants are outside on the porch now. Hmm. But it feels, it's felt like a jungle in here because John doesn't know what he wants to do with the plants. So, it's in and out, in and out, in and out, <laughs> in and out. And I'm like, you're going to have to, it's almost the end of October. You're going to have to solve what you're going to do with these plants. Yeah. I mean, are they plants that will make it through the winter? Or even inside, they wouldn't make it through the winter? He's still trying to hold on to these tomato plants. I'm like, oh. guy, you just got to let it go and get some new ones next year. Yeah, that's a summertime plant. Mm-hmm. We can't, You can't have winter tomatoes. You just got to get those tomatoes from... Uh, the Kroger's. The left, yeah, <laughs> and they get them from uh, the other part of the equator. Right, so, yeah. Where it's summertime. Yeah. So we'll have those South American tomatoes yeah. wherever they come so, from. I, I don't know what's going to happen. But we've had a lot of plants in this house. And I'd love, the last week. Listen, I love tomatoes from anywhere, but I'd rather them be fresh and not, you know, old winter tomatoes. Well, something took a bite out of one of them out there. A good bite. I don't know what it was, but it was a pretty good bite. Ooh. Ooh. What if it's like a little raccoon or... Could have been. Could have been a skunk. Possum. Chipmunks. We got all of that around here. I just recently learned that um, skunks will get rid of um, wasps' nests for you. Or the ones that like burrow down into the, oh, yeah, yeah. Into the ground. Mm-hmm. That if you see a skunk digging down in your yard, you should let it dig. Because hmm. it probably grabbed a hold of yellow jackets or wasps or whatever. And they can absorb all the stings and they'll just eat them. They're such a nuisance animal though. Oh my God. But I hate a stinger. They're so awful. They're just awful. If, they stink. If they're not spraying and over here, that's fine. If they're getting this little stingies away from me, oh. that's perfect. But anyway, yeah, here we are. So we sure are here, and um, got some stuff happening. I don't want to say a lot. Let's not hazard. Yeah, say there's a lot going on. We did some stuff though. Yeah, we I did. Mean, we actually did something that we had been talking about doing. Yeah. So that was something. Yeah, we went to the old uh, K pot. We did because you had said that you wanted to try the barbecue mm-hmm. thing. 
Yeah. So it was last last Monday. Yeah, it was last Monday because mm-hmm. we went on the off recording week or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, let's go to K-Pot and we'll do the barbecue. And we did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had some thoughts about it. Yeah. It had its pros and cons, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, it was good. What a good. First and foremost. Well, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to, if you want to check that place out, I would highly suggest to go on a Monday evening mm-hmm. because there were people in there. It wasn't like it was totally empty, but I mean, there was it near the people that were there when we went on that Saturday. You have to have reservations if you're going to go on the weekend, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But during the week, yeah. it seemed fun. Yeah. We just walked right in and got a table and yeah, it was all good. Yep. And maybe splurge and do both, because it's only five extra dollars a right. person to do both the hot yeah. pot and the barbecue. So, pros of the barbecue. What did you think were the pros of the barbecue? Let's let's talk about that. Um, the barbecue was easier, I think, to do than the hot pot, because you can actually see it cooking like right in front of your face when you just toss raw <laughs> meat into a like big bucket of boiling broth like so you, it's hard to see it right like the broth's not clear so it's hard to tell and you, you ca- have to keep picking it up mm-hmm. and, and moving you gotta it around. dig it where'd it go and i've right. lost it and yeah it's a whole it's a whole thing that i've not mastered maybe if i were to go back and try some more and i have the world's worst chopstick skills i just do i cannot figure it's the I've mastered a lot of things, and chopsticks is not one of them. Usually, I'm really good, and that was last week was not one of my better chopstick nights. Yeah, I was I, just on the struggle bus. I was doing better. I feel like you were doing worse, and I was doing better, but it wasn't still wasn't good. Like I still looked like some idiot, just like looking like I'd never used hands before. <laughs> so I'm about to be like, I'm just picking it up with my hands, and don't judge me. But it was it's a lot easier to cook the meat and to tell when it's done. Which the meat, for the most part, is pretty thin, so it, it cooks quickly. But some of them are thick. Mm-hmm. That salmon took a minute to yeah. cook. Yeah. And you get you get a large variety of meats, and some of them come seasoned and some don't. Um, I prefer the seasoned ones. I think I, the spicy pork belly was that probably was, my favorite. Yeah, it was really good. Um, the bulgogi was really good. bulgogi was good. Those uh, short ribs were good. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were good. Yeah. Um, and then you get, like, the regular, like... Korean barbecue meats, like the little thin ones, and they cook real cra- like crazy fast, too. So the cooking part's easier, I feel like. I was curious about how like the grill goes as far as maintenance, but as soon as I started thinking about it, the guy came around. You can switch the grill out, which I didn't know, and I don't think you knew that either. I had no idea. Yeah, because the grill gets all like gummy and stuff from all the like sugars that you're cooking on it from the marinades. But the guy just came over and he picked that one up and then he put a clean one down. You just throw a little butter on it and go about your business. So I liked that. I think that was a definite plus. Did you have any other pluses for the barbecue? Um, Not necessarily. I think you pretty much covered pretty much everything that I thought was a, was a plus. It was definitely the cooking. Um, I felt like you, you came out of there, you still kind of had the smell, but you smelled less. Yeah. And that's just, maybe that's like personal to us. I just, again, any food smells really like creep me out no that when we had the hot pot because you were sitting there with this with the right the steaming <laughs> the steaming broth yes right in your face the whole time whereas the grill you kind of had it's not your face yeah. you had to reach right you know and and kind of and, and that kind of thing that doesn't bother some people it does bother others but that's just something to be aware of when you go there like yeah 
like it might smell like the food, which is sure. fine. Yeah. I just don't like the smell of food. Right. I don't like coming out of a greasy place. But I did like the fact that it felt like it was a little bit easier to cook. It was easier. What I didn't like about it was I love, if I'm going to go all out somewhere, I want some apps. Mm-hmm. And you can't get like the regular apps. Like you can't get the gyoza right. and you can't get the shumai mm-hmm. or um, like you can't really get noodles. You can get fried or, or you can get white rice to go along with mm-hmm. your barbecue, which I did. And that was fine. I mean, I, I like I got a white rice too with a little soy sauce. But I miss the apps. I really love like Asian apps. And then, yeah, that was probably like the big downer part of it. The barbecue menu definitely had it was less, a lot less extensive. I mean, it still was extensive. You still had don't get us wrong. You had a lot of choices, but yeah. if you turned it over and you saw the choices that you had for the barbecue, like there was less vegetable choices yeah. um, for the barbecue. But to tell you the truth, I mean, I prefer grilled meat over steamed meat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. And you're essentially just boiled milk steak at that point <laughs> if you're if you're doing the hot pot, right. um, kind of. To quote, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but yeah, I, I, again, like I, I think it did have its pros and cons, but I mm-hmm. think it was overall, it was the pros and cons were kind of equal. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's kind of expensive, but it's all you can eat. Right. For two hours. And I didn't think, like, there was a point where I was like, oh, I was going to do one more. And then I was I like, <laughs> no, tapping out. But I did, like, I felt like they had, like, that salmon is something that they don't have, I don't think, for, like, the hot pot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I thought that was really good. I really enjoyed this the, the salmon. It took a little bit longer to, to cook. But also, um, and this had nothing to do with the barbecue, but a pro on going on that on a Monday evening mm-hmm. was the fact that, that that whole sauce bar little accoutrement, because they had kimchi and, mm-hmm. and some other um, uh, things on the little, yeah. I, I'd call it a sauce bar, salad bar type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They had peel and eat shrimp. Yeah, again, they had uh, crawdad. Yeah, they yeah. had crawfish, uh, which they didn't have any. Se- I got some because I do like a good crawfish. Unfortunately, they didn't have any seasoning on them, mm. so they were okay. Yeah, but you were actually able to get up there and like get things. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was a good plus. That peel and eat shrimp. Oh, well, it's already peeled, so that's nice. Um, so the shrimp was good. Like I always love a shrimp. Oh, was we got shrimp for the grill too. Yeah, yeah, we did both shrimps. Um, yeah, it was nice to see crawdads up there. I'm, I have to be in the mood for a crawdad. And probably from, like, like a seafood place, truly. Um, but it was good, and, like, it doesn't matter which one you pick, either or, for, like, the hot pot or the barbecue. It's $30 a person. Mm-hmm. But that's two hours worth of unlimited, like, they just bring you food till you can't yeah. eat anymore. Um, but you can pay $35 and get them both. So maybe if you had like a bigger party or mm-hmm. you were wanting to try both things. Yeah, totally I mean, worth it. You, absolutely yep. worth it. Because then you, if you get them both, you get your grilled meats. But then you also can make ramen mm-hmm. and then you can make your apps and stuff too. Yeah, because I think we even said that if the next time if we go back um, with some other people or whatever, mm-hmm. that we would totally shell out for the both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, t- it would be totally worth it. I guess it has to be up to the people at your table because well, you all have to do the same thing. Right, yeah. That was the other thing, too. Like, we couldn't do, like, half people get hot pot, half people get barbecue. Everybody has to pitch right. in and pay for all of them. But so it's still worth it. it. I think and so. You're already paying $30. Pay five more. Couldn't you just take the meats that they brought you for the hot pot and put them on the grill? Well, do they don't they don't have the grill plate on and down there. Do no, they? but if you were doing both. 
Oh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's probably what they would do, I would imagine. Just be like, here, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, here's all your stuff. Cook it however you want. Yeah. And that robot uh, at the K-Pot was cooler than the robot mm. at Zundo. Yeah. Because the K-Pot robot actually, without anybody helping it, just came to your table and delivered your stuff. Yeah. And then it was like, leaving table A-19, goodbye. And then it just turned around and walked off. Yeah. And like, Rolled away. Bye, little guy. See you in a it was also less loud in there. Yeah, it wasn't blaring. It yeah. was playing K-pop, but it wasn't blaring K-pop like, yeah. at the top of your lungs. And you could actually, like, and since it is a pretty open space, obviously it has to be open because of, of the grilling and the mm-hmm. stuff, you know. it th- There not being a lot of people in there at all, so you could, like, hear yourself. Yeah. There wasn't just this, this, this drone of people talking. So, definitely, I thought it was a pro to go yeah. on a weeknight. Yeah, and I liked it. I've I've never had a bad thing there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I now that I've had both things, uh, there's pros and cons to both. Like mm-hmm. we said, definitely got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, if you haven't been, highly yeah. highly recommend. Got to get there. And I also, I mean, I, it's clean mm-hmm. and Very clean. service is good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very prompt. Like when mm-hmm. they notice oh, that geez. you're low yeah. on food, they're right back over. When they notice that your grill needs to be changed, they're yeah. right back over. And that meat and all that, and what you order comes. I mean, it comes out at a pretty good, yeah. pretty good clip. Oh yeah, like before you can even like get it out of your mouth, it's like back on the table. Yeah. So it's good. I like it. Yeah, totally, highly recommend. Yeah, I went to Ramsey's after I left here the last time with my mom. That was fun. I always love Ramsey's. Yeah, they have the best chicken and dumplings. But I switched it up. I got broccoli casserole instead of fried Ooh, green tomatoes. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it was like was the it Tuesday good? special. It was pretty good. I'm kind of partial to my mom's, but you know. Do they put rice in theirs? Um, Some people do. I can't remember, for mm. being honest. Okay. But my mama used to do that for hers. We, we didn't call it um, broccoli casserole. We called it green rice. Oh, okay. Because it was literally just yeah. broccoli and cheesy like rice. cheesy rice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was good. And then um, that was got that good cherry pie. Love yeah. the cherry pie. So, yeah, there was that. Well, you want to talk about food coming out fast. So we went to local taco, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. And I swear, we get up, we, it because it was Sunday, we mm-hmm. recorded GBS, and we went, and it was like, what, 2.30 or something? Yeah. Like that when we went. And we go up there, you know, there's not, there's, I mean, again, there's people in there, but it's not like crowded out the door or anything. No. And we go up to the counter, we order, and I ordered first, and I went and I got my drink, I got my Coke, and I turned around to go look for a table, and I didn't even sit down, and my food was out. (laughs) I was like, I didn't even, I didn't even think it was mine. Yeah. Because it was so. You didn't have your number stuck. Like, no, it was literally like less than five minutes. I don't even know. If it, yeah, it was probably like three minutes. Yeah, that was really weird. Like, when I was walking over, like, how did you already get your yeah, food? Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, I really honestly was like, I, I, didn't, I was going to be like, oh, I don't think that's mine. And then you're like, oh, that is mine. <laughs> that is mine. Yeah, it was really weird. I was kind of stunned because the people in front of us, they had a couple of kids with them mm-hmm. and then whatever they ordered. So you would have figured that... They would have got theirs, but maybe they did. I don't. I don't know. Well, maybe because you just had vegetarian stuff. Well, I had the veggie yeah. I had the two veggie tacos and a chicken taco. Oh, I was going to say maybe and some beans. Maybe because they didn't have to cook the meat, they just slapped it it on. It could be. I don't know. It's still good. 
It's still all fast anyway. I got mine like two. Minutes oh yeah, later. you did. Yeah, we didn't. Have, we didn't. Basically, we waited no time for that. I will. Speaking of tacos, say that here's a GBS pro tip. If you're going um, from Commonwealth Stadium, hashtag not my Kroger Field. You know, there's two more home games left. And uh, you're hungry after the game, highly recommend if you see a taco truck or something like that parked at a gas station, go and stop at that and get <laughs> like get get you some tacos. Because number one is there's one up here by BP. It's literally right up the road from us. It's mm-hmm. on the way home. So we stopped. The tacos were delicious. We got the tongue, steak, and El Pastor. Okay. They were all delicious. They were cheap. Mm-hmm. And we got them in like 10 minutes. Nice. So we didn't have to wait. I mean, there was actually, I mean, there were people up there like getting stuff for whatever, but it wasn't like if you get in the line at McDonald's at that time, yeah. you're going to wait for freaking ever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've driven by a lot of those and I never stop, but I need to. One day I'll stop in there. I drive by one if I'm coming home from the hospital almost daily at mm-hmm. the same spot at the the mattress farm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or Pasadena or whatever it's mm-hmm. called right there. Um, yeah. So one day I'll stop in there. And I mean, that one up here, I think they have tortas. They have, yeah, they have all kinds of stuff. I would love to get a torta. But, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, <laughs> kind of like, we've had a lot of stuff. We had all that chili and yeah. all of that. And I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll just take some tacos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't guess we've recorded since I went to your tailgate. Oh, anyway. yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I went to ter- I went to Terry's. <laughs> I went to uh, Carrie's tailgate mm-hmm. for the last game, the Missouri game, yes. which was just an all-around miserable day. The weather was crappy. It was cold. We lost the game. But um, we had a good tailgate, though. I felt like it was a fun tailgate, even was though it we were tailgate. cold and rainy. Um, but yeah, your tailgate friends brought chili, mm-hmm. and it was good chili. Yeah, our friend Alan. It filled me up for the next three days they always buy grimes too and grimes yeah. is, has the best potato wedges oh yeah for sure so good yeah i should have gotten a wing from over there too i love their little chicken wings mm-hmm. they're the best grimes indies that whole like family is great but Those yeah chicken wings are the best. um M- michelle and alan his his daughter's michelle and Alan, they always bring the indies, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to hog. Like, I don't want to be rude, right? I'm right. like, I don't want to eat all this because it's so, so, so nice of them to share. Yeah, I mean, it's really nice of them to share. They don't Absolutely. have to, but they do, and it's really nice. And Alan's from England, mm-hmm. and I really liked his chili. It was really thick. Yeah, because he said that's how people in England like to make their chili. And they also put it over rice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, and he said that that's what they do in England because they treat it more like a curry. Mm-hmm. So you would put curry over a rice, yeah. right? Which makes sense. I didn't partake in the um, rice because, <coughs> excuse me, not because I didn't. I don't like rice. I do like rice. It just seemed like it would like overfill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because that was going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah, it already was a lot. So uh, I was in the game like, oh, it's a fool. <laughs> I can't even move right now. Yeah, and then I had a. I had a hot dog on the way home from the from the concession stand, and then like four days later, I saw that maybe the hot dogs at the football game aren't exactly grade A or B or C quality. Oh, did they get a bad rating on the? I believe the health department might have been in there. Whoops! 
uh, yeah, messing around on the hot dogs. So eh. maybe just like a. It's a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't get sick. So I lived. No one died. Also, so I must have gotten a good dog. It's an outdoor concession stand in a stadium. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not saying you can't have good decent food cleanliness and you should in that situation but also at the same time you have to realize where you are and like it's a hot dog yeah i mean i'm already rolling the dice because i mean a hot dog but um yeah i was sad and distraught and it was raining and cold and i needed a hot dog for the ride home so I got a hot dog and I put it in my bag and then I ate it while I was driving home. There you go. And, and I lived to tell the tale. Sure, it was all warm and soft and good. And steamy and see, there you go. Full of some sort of bacteria. Everything's full of bacteria. <laughs> Trust me, it is, I know that's true. That is true. Um, but yeah, I, it was it was fun. So we had little snacks, little drinks, sat up on the hill, saw some um, interesting things. Yeah. Found out about some interesting people. Yeah. It was was an interesting tailgate. That is for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and we're going to... We have a lot of adventures. We're going to do it again this Saturday, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) For whatever reason. I'm going back to Bear and the Butcher, so maybe that will bring back some of the magic to this team. Gotta do something. Gotta do something. We're getting back on it. Yeah. I, I blame your friends for bailing on that Missouri game. Yeah. They were probably right, though. It was cold and rainy, and I'd left early. And yeah. I was like, you guys won't be mad if I just leave, will you? <laughs> they were like, why are you still there? That's a good point. So I left. Yeah. Well, kind of rolling it back to, I guess, fast food in a way, because I did mention McDonald's and mm-hmm. that whole, oh. I guess, segment. Real quick before right. you yeah. do that, mm-hmm. speaking of McDonald's, I did try that sauce that we talked about Which on one? GBS, the, the, the spicy jelly one or the mambo? Yeah, the sweet and spicy... Um, Jam whatever, or jam. whatever, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Was it? Yeah, it's like, Wendy's has a similar sauce, but it's like super sweet and runny, and this one was not as sweet, and mm-hmm. it was like real thick. So it was kind of like a chutney almost. Did you put it on nugs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always nugs. Okay. That and the ranch. Really good. That sounds oh, good. Oh, and I had the pumpkin uh, cream pie. That oh. pumpkin cream How pie. How was that? Also good. Okay. It was almost like a pumpkin butter. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So if you can find that still at McDonald's, good luck. And then also try it. It was good. I like a good chutney. Yeah. That would that makes me want to try that sauce then. Yeah. Okay. Good too. So I have this. I found this article. This is from the Daily Mail. And this is America's best and worst fast food chains in each state are revealed. And this mm-hmm. CashNet USA, which I think we're all Cash kind of... right, Use Google Maps to analyze ratings of burgers, pizza, donuts, chicken, and Mexican restaurants across all 50 states. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... We let's start out with burger chains. So five guys is the favorite one. Yeah. Coming in top rated in twenty nine states. Okay. So twenty nine states had five guys. Culver's, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, Missouri, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, Kansas, Texas, Wyoming, and Idaho. Who Texas picked it over? Whataburger? In and out. Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Oregon, Nevada, and California. Alaska picked Wendy's. <laughs> of course they did. What did Kentucky pick? Probably. Um, I think, I th- yeah, five guys. Yeah, they were Good in the choice. five guys. So the bottom two, well, the bottom ones, McDonald's, mm. that was picked by a bunch. Burger King was also. Are these the worst ones? Yeah. Yes, these are the worst ones. Yeah, bottom rated. Sonic, Montana rated that the worst. And then Missouri rated Jack in the Box the worst. Rude. 
I've had Jack in the Box, but never the burger. So they ha- they have a lot of other good things besides burgers. I usually get tacos when I yeah, go there. Yeah, those mini tacos or, or whatever. Chicken nugs. Yeah. Or both. Okay, so chicken, chicken chains, Chick Fil A. Well, duh. Forty six states. <laughs> I was gonna say that was every state, wasn't right? It? Yes, forty six states. So like everybody picked Chick Fil A. Alaska and Hawaii went raising canes. Do they have Chick Fil A in Alaska and Hawaii? Though? I don't know. Apparently, so I watched this dude. I've talked about him before on on here on the YouTube's mm-hmm. uh, Mikey Chin. He does. He has a channel, Mikey Mike Chin, and then Strictly Dumpling. Yeah, he was in Atlanta, and he went to the original Chick Fil A, which okay. used to be the Dwarf Cafe, where you can get like this really like almost a diner menu. But then apparently in Atlanta, there is a Hawaiian themed Chick Fil A. I think I have, and he that, went yeah. there, and it looked pretty good. Nice. Um. From from the internet. There are no plans to add Chick-fil-A to Alaska or Vermont. Oh, so Hawaii probably does have one then. So bottom rated Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, come on. Popeyes. I like both of those places. Right. And I will I will wax poetic about KFC all day. Wingstop and churches. Oh. But that was only South Carolina. Yeah, churches is all right. It's it's the char. There's a Charlie's one or something that my uh, mamma used to serve. It was good. So donut chains. Okay. Krispy Kreme number one was seventeen states. Oh, interesting. Kentucky, no, Kentucky was one of those. Yeah, I can see. Tim that. Hortons, Maine and West Virginia, and that's more of a Canada Canadian thing anyway. I didn't know they had Tim Hortons in West Virginia. I've yeah. been to one in Ohio. Oh, okay. But uh, I didn't know they came any further south. No. Interesting. Lamar's Donuts and Coffee, Arizona, Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri. I don't know what that is. Shipley Donuts, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Daylight Donuts, Utah, New Mexico, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia. Winchell's Donut House, Nevada. I've heard of that. Bottom rated, Duncan. Agree, unless it's the chocolate cake donut. Every other donut can eat it. Now, Michigan and Ohio rated Tim Hortons as their bottom. Hmm. I don't remember if I had a donut when I went to Tim Hortons. I know I had coffee, but it was late at night, so who remembers? It wasn't memorable, obviously. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's a convenience store, you know? I mean, I mean it's... It's like a 7-Eleven or something. Tim Hortons, it's kind of like a Krispy Kreme. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I thought it was more like Oh, I thought it was more like a like a convenience store. Oh, I've been no. mistaken this whole time. Tim Hortons is like Dunkin' Donuts oh, oh, for Canada. Okay. They've got their own little got you. munchkins got you. and like their coffee and donuts. Oh, okay. And you can get sandwiches and stuff. Well, I just learned something. Yep. Krispy Kreme was at the bottom for Oklahoma and Utah. That seems rude. Mexican chains. So, let's see which one came in number one. Um, Qdoba came in number 18 states. Interesting. Yes. I used to be a bigger fan of Qdoba than Chipotle, but in recent years, Qdoba's gone a little downhill. So, Qdoba, Moe's, and Kentucky was in the Moe's group. Interesting. Chipotle. El Pollo Loco, California. We don't have that out here. It's like only in California. Bottom rated. Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. Everybody hates on KFC and yeah. Taco Bell. Also Chipotle. Also Qdoba in Nevada and Arkansas. And Del Taco in Arizona. I've had Del Taco one time. I don't remember it. It was fine. Yes. Yeah, was... Taco John's is not on that list. No, it's I've been not. consuming Taco John's lately. Would recommend. 
So pizza chains. I this may it makes me sad the number one pizza chain rated by state. Um, so Papa Murphy's ranked to the highest. Which I'm sad because we used to have a Papa Murphy's right here in Hamburg, and their pizzas I had got I've gotten them in past, and they were good, and they closed a long time ago. Yeah, I I like them. I mean, if I'm gonna order pizza though, I want somebody else to cook it. Yeah, because it was a take and bake yeah. place, right? You have to bake it yourself. Yeah, but I really thought their pizza was good. Yeah, so okay, that's good. They were the number one: Marco's, Domino's, Chuck E. Cheese did this list i only agree with their cash app uh little caesars in connecticut and godfather's pizza in georgia and there aren't many godfathers is around anymore bottom rated papa john's kentucky was in that list i I don't hate it as much as other people but it's not the top for me yeah domino's was also rated low by a lot of states and that's it yep Hmm. interesting um, you were talking about burgers. I forgot that I also was being lazy one day last week and ordered um, Red Robin. Yum. Yum is correct. I forget how good Red Robin is because I don't eat it that much. And it's literally like a stone mm-hmm. throw from my house. Brandon Crossing. And um, it's so good. Like the burgers are good quality mm-hmm. and they're like pretty meaty for the price. And the fries, those are the best steak fries, hands down. Like you can't yeah. argue with me about that. So my first adventure to a Red Robin was in 1996 in Sukakis, New Jersey, when we were there for the Final Four. Yeah. And we were staying in Sukakis. And one of the only things near our hotel was a subway and a Red Robin. And we used to have a pint glass that John stole (laughs) floating around (laughs) here somewhere, but I think in subsequent moves over the years, it got got, uh, lost or given away or left behind. But yes, that was my first foray into a Red Robin was in Sukakis, New Jersey in 1996. Don't remember much about the food. It's good. Um, They have like a bunch of different burgers you can choose from, obviously. Um, I don't... I don't love like a super like out there messy burger, like one that has a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. on it because it's hard to eat. But just like a regular, regular like little double cheeseburger with lettuce and tomato and their special sauce mm-hmm. and cheese, it was it was really good. Do they have? I was really. Do excited. they have bottomless fries or was that like a only a one time promotion? They do or? have bottomless okay. fries. I thought when so. You're there. Yeah. And then you can get them cooked like well done the fries so that they're like crispier and. um yeah, their fries are awesome, if, and they've got really good ranch to dip the fries in. Um, they got good. They've got other stuff that's not burgers, but their burgers are really good. Would recommend. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there in Brandon Crossing, and I'm like, oh, Gumbo Yaya's out there. Their food looks good. Oh, but then I have to go all the way out to Brandon Crossing. <laughs> yeah, there used to be one where that um, um, Bourbon and Toulouse is on Broadway. Broadway, yeah. But I mean, again, close to me. Yep. I was thinking about that earlier. Hmm. Cajun food. Um, oh, yeah. speaking of the DoorDash or ordering thing, I'd forgotten about this, and then you said you ordered. Um, uh, we ordered Bangkok House uh, on nice. the other night, and I got the pumpkin curry. Woohoo! Was it's it that time of year. Oh, so good. Thought of and more. Yes. Oh, nice. the, their pumpkin curry is so delicious. Ooh, yeah. That does sound good. Like on a like cold night to have some pumpkin curry. Yeah, it was good. And they just give you the big chunks of squash in there. And oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, a, it's delicious. I went to Scarefest, but beforehand on Saturday, we went to Pies and Pints. 
Hadn't been there since did you, Alaska. Did you order <laughs> wisely? Because, you know, when I went there back in uh, September, I ordered poorly. Um. Yeah, I just got the potato skin pizza appetizer thing. but uh, And I ate most of it. But I'm not taking it with me inside a con. So I didn't. I left behind some of it. But it was good. I almost got the pulled pork Cuban sandwich because it looked good. But, um, yeah, it was fine. Um, a really long wait. We had to wait 30 minutes, yet no one was there. Weird. Yeah, like, there were people waiting, and then there was just, like, endless amounts of empty tables. Oh, and you couldn't you couldn't sit at the bar because you had a underage person with you, right? Uh, yeah, but the bar was full. Oh. Weird. So, so the tables were empty, but the bar was full. Yeah, and then uh. they were like, it's going to be 30 minutes. And I was like, for what? <laughs> to make the food? Like, there's, But there's no one here. Yeah. Like, And then when they started seating people, then it filled up. But it was like, why did we have to wait? Weird. It was very weird. And um, yeah, I'll just leave it at the fact that it was just a weird experience. But all the right. food was all right. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. I got some cool stuff at uh, Scarefest. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Speak, yeah. Speaking of food... Yeah, I think it's time for America's second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. Yay. Well, like Carrie said up top, we do have another international snack box because somebody, me, forgot to not order it and then they just didn't know what was coming in the snack box (laughs) until after it was ordered and shipped. And I was like, we're getting a snack box. I don't know what it is. Turns out it's from uh, Greece. And it's very Greek, and everything on this table is not in English. So, and I, whenever they told me that, like, because, you know, they'll email you whenever you order stuff online and be like, oh, your order shipped? Mm-hmm. Um, the first email was, like, order confirmation, and then, we're like, then they were like, your order was just put on the ship from Greece to America. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's actually coming from Greece. Okay. That's good to know. All right. Uh, sometimes I just wonder if these things sit in mm-hmm. like a warehouse somewhere. Mm-hmm. No, this came fresh, literally fresh off the boat from Greece. Or you wonder if they just go to like some kind of European grocery store <laughs> yeah. in the area and just pack up the box I'm and be like, that. see you next week and then ship it to you. Nope. This came straight from Europe. So, um, and that's, yeah. Thank God that it came with this book because none of these things are in English. Um, but we split up the treats that we have. Because so, Sarah couldn't eat some of them. Um, and personally, just a disclaimer. Nothing against Greece. But I probably wouldn't have picked a Greek um, snack box because I have a lot of food allergies. And a lot of Greek food is just filled with treats. So that is the case with half of these items. <laughs> so Carrie's eating the stuff that has hazelnut and pralines in it. I'm eating the stuff that does not. So, let's see what And I got. can have the stuff in small quantities. It doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I just have, like, enough why, of an allergy to, like, instantly. Why, why take the chance, you right. know? I mean, I know what I know what I can handle, and you know what you can handle, so... Yeah. Yeah, we split Very it up, good. it'll all work out. Well, here's what they have to say about Greece. Home to Europe's oldest capital, with an archipelago of about 6,000 islands... Antipaxos is one of those. Antipaxos. <laughs> Greece is the perfect summer vacation destination for an endless Euro summer. Has a population of 10.36 million. Capital is Athens. And then the area is 50,949 square miles. Did you know high heels are illegal in certain parts of Greece? Weird rule for the birthplace of democracy. 
Not really. High hills can create cracks in the stone and damage the uh, places of ancient architecture with such a rich history. Also, Santorini is the world's only inhabited caldera or volcano cauldron. The towns and villages sit densely on top of the mighty cliffs of the caldera. Greece's real name is not Greece. Greece's official name is the Hellenic Republic, also known as the Hellas. <laughs> Hella cool. <laughs> uh, ancient Greeks had an unusual way of doing their laundry. They cleaned clothes with uh, fat from sacrificed animals. And then eating beans in ancient Greece? Never. Many ancient Greeks believed that eating beans was a bad thing because the grains had the souls of dead people in them. Hmm. Wow. I didn't realize that's... that Greece was so metal like this. Yeah, that sounds like a, a nausea of Antipaxos type of uh, <laughs> type of belief. Right. Okay, so we'll go ahead and start looking at the snacks we have. So up first is one of mine. This is the Karaso Pataki. So this is like a little cherry pie of sorts. A soft cherry pie. She's my soft mini cherry pie. Tastes so good, make a grown man cry. Oh, see, I was thinking <laughs> that, and then they went there. They did go there. Mm. They sure did, thanks to Warrant. That's who sings cherry pie. Right? Yes. Yes, I know one thing. Um, but I'm eating this one. It's good. It's kind of like, it's got real strawberry, like, jam filling. So that's nice. It's almost like a Pop-Tart, but if a Pop-Tart, the outside of it was like a kind of soft cookie. Um, so it's good. It's kind of fine. There's no, like, icing or anything on top mm -hmm. because this is in America. It's a real country with healthy food. Healthy-ish food. Um, but it's good. Um, if you like cherry pie. And then the next thing we have is one of Carrie's, or a few of Carrie's. So this is a mix of Ion pralines, or pralines, or however you want to call them. So these are milk chocolate pralines filled with three tastes. Strawberries. I can't say this one. It was like a Mil strawberry. Milfoy. 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 Cream and cocoa. Yeah, so I don't know where the praline was in these. Mm -hmm. Because there was no nuts. It was just chocolate with a fill with a flavored filling. Hmm. So maybe they're calling these pralines Interesting. as the the type of candy, mm -hmm. but they're not the pralines that we think of. Interesting. Because it did. There was a strawberry, it's like a tropical fruit one, and then like the chocolate one had this like weird taste to it. I don't know. Yeah. It's on this one. Um yeah, I just threw all the ones that said pralines at Carrie because I cannot eat pralines for the most part we're looking to see if there's actually pralines in it i think it's yeah milk, milk. <laughs> need your glasses granny i do <laughs> well while she's looking that one up i'll go on to the next thing we have which is another ion product so this is the ion caramel bar did you find it yeah i think that they're calling these pralines and there's there it's is the style mm. it's the, it, there do, this doesn't seem to contain any nuts actual nuts interesting so i'm sorry you missed out on that that's okay but uh, it doesn't sound like i missed out on you one. didn't really it's just i mean it's just a chocolate candy with filling in it okay so it wasn't anything spectacular don't worry i have some more chocolate candies with filling yep. at my house um we also have this derby caramel bar or caramel bar like real people say. A rich coconut filling in the core, layered with an overload of caramel on crunchy puffed rice and drenched in ion milk chocolate. So I guess ion to them is probably like Mars and Britain, probably like Hershey's here. Probably. Probably like their main chocolate. A more than worthy champion in Greeks' hearts. 
So I've got this one. It's pretty good. You can try it if you want to. Is it just like a like a? It looks like it's a star like, crunch. It's kind of like a hundred gram bar, but instead of having nougat, it's like like a coconut and like a creamy coconut paste in place. It's pretty good. I don't love coconut, but I like it in this. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. We also have um, we have some chips. So these are. Jumbo Vricoles, V-R-I-K-O-L-E-S. Yeah, so sure. These fluffy, crunchy, paw-shaped Greek corn snacks are dashed with an addicting cheese and tomato flavor that you can't get enough of. I think they taste like Funyuns. That's interesting, since there's no tomato flavoring in there. But they just kind of taste like cheese puffs to me. Yeah, kind of like, I mean, like there's... A, like a tangy cheese. Yeah, they're real light. Yeah, um, I liked them. Then Carrie, and the next two are Carrie's, Malto Croissant, or Croissant. <laughs> and that's um, where that came from. Yeah, the Malto Croissant. This is Greece's most popular croissant. A soft, flaky pastry with a creamy chocolate hazelnut filling embodies a perfect blend of buttery, flaky layers and a sweet, creamy filling. It was fine. Um, it just was a croissant with Nutella in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> what hazelnut spread. Yeah. It didn't have enough hazelnut spread, though. Yeah, you showed me what the middle of it looked like, and it was like a little teeny tiny smear. Yeah, there were parts of it, like, you got a lot up front, and then you didn't get any middle, and then you got some on the back, and then the total end of it was completely dry. Mm. So it was fine. That's a bummer. Um, if I'm going to get a filled croissant, I want it to be right. a, uh, adequately yeah. filled. And then you also had the Lacta Oreo bar. So I did. This is a decadent milk chocolate coated around an Oreo cream filling full of biscuit crumbles. If anything Oreo could be wrong, we don't want to be right. Yeah, I don't think this had nuts in it either. Yeah, it said in the ingredients, which thanks to uh, Snack Crate here for sending all the ingredients mm-hmm. and nutrition facts. That's really helpful. It said it has hazelnuts in it. Okay. So. If it did, I didn't taste them. Yeah. It just tasted like a cookies and cream bar to me. Good. I mean, it was it was fine. It was yeah. a good, good candy bar or whatever. But yeah, and that's actual yeah. Oreo branding on that too. Yes, for all y'all wondering. And then we have this one last drink that I gotta find in here towards the back, I guess. Um, and there's the only thing in English on this. I'll just read it to you <laughs> right now. Is the back is the ingredients: carbonated sour cherry juice drink, 330 milliliters. So this is a uh, low or locks. Hello, sour cherry, L-O-U-X, uh, a refreshing Greek favorite, a thirst-quenching sweet and sour soda made from fresh hand-picked cherries with intoxicating aromas for the ideal balance of fruit and soda. So, I'm drinking this one since now yeah, I since, can eat a lot of the stuff. Yeah, we tried to split up. We tried to split them up as evenly as we could. Yeah, and uh, you're more than welcome to try it if you'd like. But it's kind of like um, if anyone it's supposed to be tart cherry or sour cherry. If anyone's ever had like the Baramundi like tart cherry juice, it's kind of like that. Well, that's too, I, I'm glad you're taking that one for the team because no, that's too tart for me. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's tart in the least bit. Oh. Mm. Well, Ugh. there you have it, folks. I guess it's tart. It's tart for me. Maybe I have some sort of <laughs> issue. Well, you love those sours and get you. Uh, but so. it didn't even like, it does not even registering on my tart. Um, tart scale. Tart scale. You tart scale. You tart scale. Put this on the tart scale. With that. Tart. With a T. Tart. T-A-R-T. Yes, the sour cherry tart scale. Um, not sour on my end. Apparently very sour on Carrie's end. It just tastes like tart cherry juice. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There is a little sweetness to it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. There's other things in the packet, but 
we didn't get them, so yeah, you don't have to go through nah, them. Anymore. But these are really nice, and I enjoy yeah. them, and I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you getting them um, because they are fun. And like we opened this box, full disclosure, we opened it because we had to split things up before mm-hmm. um, to make sure that Sarah was okay. And uh, yeah, we opened it up. It's like um, all this is in Greek. <laughs> don't, guys, I don't know if you know this about me, but I can't read Greek. And, and I don't speak you know, Greek. I have a familiarity with the Cyrillic alphabet, which you know a lot of Greek does der- derive. You know, is yeah. der- derived from the Greek or alphabet or whatever. But it's it's still two totally different alphabets. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm familiar with that in the sense that fraternity and sorority letters are Greek. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. And sometimes they use them in medicine. Yeah. Very rarely. But like, so yeah, so these are really fun. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to get another one. I went ahead and canceled next month's because, you know. Yeah. Let's let's not like spoil ourselves yeah. too much on the stuff. Maybe come back with it in a few months yeah, or something. I'll, well, I'll see what they got going on at the holidays. Like the Christmas holidays. Because to tell you. The Jewish holidays. To tell you. Holidays. Yeah. I like that. Because to tell you the truth, we're kind of get backed up on American snacks that we've purchased. Yeah. Too. I've got a whole slew of fall <laughs> snacks we got to get through over here. So. Yeah. Next. <laughs> I know it'll be November next time, but. You're getting a whole slew of pumpkins. So, you know <laughs> so we're we're going we'll, we'll just we'll put the the, the snack crates have been because we've done what we do we did, uh, oh we've done three right yeah we did uh, India yes and then did we do Thailand was that the other one yes and then Greece. and then Greece yeah. Yeah, I think the second one was Thailand. I think maybe I'd had to look. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We've done three and they've all been really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. And now I believe that it is time for our other favorite segment, the Hinky History Lesson. Yes, and this is... Uh, I like how it's turned into it. Um, so this is this is gonna this is gonna come on the on the back of the the uh, fast food article mm-hmm. that that I read at the at the beginning of the show, and uh, this is the this is the the history of the number one chicken chain in the United States. It's the history of Chick Fil A. Yay! So this chain's <laughs> this is the chain's origin can be traced to the Dwarf Grill, now the Dwarf House, a restaurant opened by S. Truett Cathy, the chain's former chairman and CEO in Hapeville, Hape- Georgia, a suburb of Atlanta, in 1946. Is near the location of the Ford Motor Company Atlanta assembly plant for many years, a source of many of the restaurant's patrons, but later demolished in 1961 after 15 years in the fast food business. Kathy found a pressure fryer that could cook the chicken sandwich in the same time it took to cook a hamburger. Following this discovery, he registered the name Chick-fil-A, Inc. The company's trademark slogan, We Didn't Invent the Chicken, Just the Chicken Sandwich, refers to their flagship menu item, the Chick-fil-A Chicken Sandwich. Though Chick-fil-A was the first national chain to make a fast-fried chicken sandwich, its flagship team, it has been shown that Kathy's claim to have invented the chicken sandwich is false. From 1964 to 1967, the sandwich was licensed to over 50 eateries, including Waffle House. Hmm. And the concession stands of the new Houston Astrodome. I did not know that. The Chick-fil-A sandwich was withdrawn from sale at other restaurants when the first standalone location opened in 1967 in the food court of the Greenbrier Mall in Atlanta. That seems fitting. Interesting that they started Mm -hmm. out distributing before they... Right. Yeah. Huh. 
During the 1970s and early 1980s, the chain expanded by opening new locations in suburban malls, food courts, which is actually smart, mm-hmm. right? Because your overhead, I think, is probably less than having to deal with a freestanding restaurant. Yep. The first freestanding location was opened April 16, 1986 on North Druid Hills Road in Atlanta, Georgia, and the company began to focus more on standalone units rather than food courts. Although it has expanded outward from its original geographic base, most new restaurants are located in southern U.S. suburban areas. Since 1997, the Atlanta-based company has sponsored the Peach Bowl annual college football game. Well, no, the Peach Bowl. Chick-fil-A also sponsors the SEC ACC conferences. I don't think they do any. Maybe they still do. I don't know. That stuff changes so much. It's hard to say. This is a Wikipedia article. Well, so, uh, um, Kroger Field hashtag not or Commonwealth Stadium Thank hashtag you. not mine. Kroger Field. You can get free Chick Fil A if the opposing team misses a field goal. Yes, in yes, you half. can. Yeah. So I guess they still do. Uh, in 2008, Chick Fil A was among the first fast food restaurants to become completely free of trans fats. October 2015, the company opened its largest restaurant, a three-story, 5,000-square-foot restaurant in Manhattan. That seems excessive. On December 17, 2017, Chick-fil-A broke their tradition and opened on a Sunday to prepare meals for passengers left stranded during a power outage at Atlanta Airport. Oh, my word. On January 13, 2019, a Chick-fil-A franchise in Mobile, Alabama opened on Sunday to honor a birthday wish of a 14-year-old boy with cerebral palsy and autism. Well, that's nice. That is nice. On February 3rd, 2023, they began offering their first non-meat sandwich, which nobody wants. And (laughs) in May 2023, Chick-fil-A closed its first standalone restaurant in Greenbrier Mall, Atlanta, without stating a reason. And I saw that when they closed it. I did see that, too, yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder why they closed it. So let's look at some international locations real quick. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were going international with Chick-fil-A. We might as well. Since we wanted to know if there was one in Hawaii and Alaska. Oh, yeah. September 1994 opened its first location outside the United States in Student Center Food Court at the University of Alberta Mm -hmm. in Canada. Also opened a restaurant in Toronto in 2019. So it's got, they are in Canada. Mm -hmm. August 1996 opened its first location outside North America by building a restaurant in Durban, South Africa. Oh. Second location was opened in Johannesburg in 19, November 1997. Neither was profitable, and they closed in 2001. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, United Kingdom operated in Edinburgh during spring 2018. October 2019, Chick-fil-A returned to Europe with the opening of a store at the Oracle Shopping Center in Reading, UK, but the store closed in March 2020. So, yeah. Uh, 2019, <laughs> opened a store on a 12-month pilot scheme in Avamore, Scotland. Store was closed January 2020. Um, there was some protesting. That's why that store closed. Uh, gotcha, That's gotcha. what we'll say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, looks like they haven't had a lot of success. Maybe in Canada, but overseas. I can see why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I also think that, you know, it's hard to break into those markets with fast food, too, because McDonald's has been over there for a long time. Burger King's been over there for a long time. Even KFC has been over there for a long time. Plus, they have so many regulations in, like, Britain and also in the EU that, like, it's really hard to serve the same kind of food that you would get at a fast food restaurant in America. You can't get it in Europe like that. There's, like, that show I feel like I talk about all the time, The Food Wars, where, Mm -hmm. like, I can't remember, I guess they haven't done Chick-fil-A, because it seems like it's just, like, not happening in Britain. 
but like they did one for Little Caesars, mm-hmm. and the guy in England had to go all the way to like Southern England. It was the only Little Caesars location in the whole country. Yeah, and he had to drive all the way down there to get it. Yeah, so it was like not even worth. Right, yeah, so this this kind of end of this in terms of expansion in Asia to Europe says that they announced in March 2023 that they plan to open restaurants in both Asia and Europe by 2026. The Wall Street were... Um, the Wall Street Journal reported that they were seeking countries with stable economies, dense populations, and a demand for chicken. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta hit all three of those marks to make to make your you know the business profitable and but successful. Even, you know? even still yeah. in like Asia and stuff, they got Jollibee, they got KFC. You're competing with like, you're competing with 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 stuff that's been there for a long time. That that, and that, that people love, right? Yeah. People love the KFC, they love the Jollibee, and and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's it's just I think it's just hard, especially for a chicken place. Yeah. To kind of get into those markets. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's probably other things that come along with that uh, on our third podcast. Yeah, yeah. Boots, Boots and politics. And politics. But, um, well, and I will also say that I don't know about their menu offerings for those locations that, that were mentioned in the Wikipedia article. But, you know, when you look, like with the snack box, when you look at McDonald's and Burger King overseas, like they got a lot of different offerings for the palates mm-hmm. of the people in those countries. Like you go right. you go to McDonald's India and you're getting some stuff I want over here. Right. <laughs> right? But, you know, how did Chick-fil-A, did Chick-fil-A just, you know, throw the American menu over there? Probably. And be like, here's your chicken sandwich. Right. So I think that plays a factor into that kind of thing too. And I even saw like... Part of an episode of that Food Wars thing today from um, KFC in Italy. Italy. And um, like the girl that does it was just like, this is so gross. I would never. No one in Italy would ever in their right mind just eat fried chicken. Like this is an abomination to the Italian. And just like going on and on about how like in Italy no one eats fried chicken. Right. So like it's odd that they have a KFC there because no one apparently eats it. So why would you have a Chick-fil-A there too? You know? Well, and also, you know, like people would be into it. Why, you, why do you need to expand overseas? You're doing, obviously you're doing really good I here. Mean, you can swing a dead cat around here and hit 40 <laughs> Chick-fil-A's. Right? They're on every quarter. It's like Starbucks. Well, and according to that article, you know, it's the 46, uh, 46 states said it was their number one chicken. Yeah. And, and it's good chicken. Don't get me wrong. I like the chicken. Like, Chick-fil-A chicken is good, and it is, it's a genius marketing scheme on their part. They're not open on Sunday, because it just makes you want it more. Like, when do you want Chick-fil-A? You want it on Sunday morning, and guess when you're not getting it? Sunday morning. But, you know, like, it's just a whole thing. I mean, and they make their, they make their chicken in the peanut oil, which also helps. They brine it in pickle juice, but you can do all that at home, Yeah. Too, you know? Well, that's, you know, that's hard. But it's interesting History, that's our home game day ritual is you know we order up and we <laughs> yeah. get roll through the chick-fil-a we get order on the app and then roll through the chick-fil-a's and get the the breakfasts on the way to the tailgate what breakfast do you get i don't even said what i forgot so my go-to this year so last year i was getting their bacon egg and cheese biscuit mm-hmm. which is really good but this year i was like you know what i'm just feeling the basic chicken biscuit with the the tater rounds or whatever mm-hmm. and then i always get a coffee yeah, that's that's the best way to go. It's just the plain chicken mm-hmm. biscuit. And then, got good biscuits. then John usually gets the spicy. He likes a spicy do, chicken biscuit. I'll do a spicy chicken biscuit. Oh, no. He's also, uh, a couple of times this year, gotten the McMuffin instead of the biscuit. Oh, yeah. You can get an uh, English muffin, mm-hmm. and he likes that, all right? Yeah. Um, I'll do either biscuit and sometimes chicken minis, but it really just depends on my mood. And I, you have to get a lot of chicken minis. You have to yeah, get at least six of them. You do. 
But yeah, the, they got good breakfast. They've got good food. Um, you know, there's. Yeah, I'll just, just leave it at that. Just leave it. They at got that. good chicken. Yeah. If you if you want good chicken, go Chick Fil A. And now that I've seen that that dwar- that chicks. dwarf dwarf in dwarf cafe that's down there that that has like this big diner they make they have homemade pies. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of want to go there because it yeah. looked really good. I mean, I could be convinced. I mean, there's nothing stopping me from going to Chick Fil A. Um, but there's it's it's good and there's a bunch of other good chicken around too and honestly it's really hard to mess up chicken. Yeah, so there you go. We hadn't done that history and I thought, yeah, well, that's a good one. There you go. I'm pretty intrigued about the starting out as distributing the chicken. Yeah, instead of the standalones. Yeah, yeah. And they still have them in the Fayette Mall here. That's mm-hmm. if I DoorDash it, it comes from the Fayette Mall. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, good history. I liked it. Very informative. Sorry, I interrupted it seven times. That's fine. That's that's what. <laughs> but that's the that's the whole point of the history. Had a you lot of things. Ask to say. ask questions and say things. It's fine. Yeah. I just I have a lot feeling. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. So okay, cool. I that's a lot of stuff we covered here today. I like it. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about what we're drinking real quick before mm-hmm. we get out of here. I I've got the kitten kitten go one more day without having the Mountain Dew mystery flavor, the Voodoo for twenty twenty three. What do um, you think it was? Let me try it again. What is your assessment? Kind of tastes like Skittles. Okay. Yeah, like like Skittles and yeah, like the sour Skittles maybe, but not sour, but mm-hmm. just like really sugary. Okay. Um, but it's good, and it had some janky lid on it. Jeez. <gasps> oh my god! I mean, I just got it at the gas station. It's not like I got it at some like super like evil house of repute, ill repute or something. I just picked it up out of the freezer or out of the thing, but I couldn't get the cap off. I went to twist the cap off the bottle and it was like not budging. So I was like, Carrie, I open this. And then she couldn't get it off. And she went into the kitchen to try and put it under the water and use all kinds of things and couldn't get the cap off. She had to get vice grips out <laughs> to get the cap off the Because I've lost all my, you know, I'm talking about the, yeah. the rubber things that you use to get lids off. I, I don't yeah. know where those are. And so I'm trying some other various things. And I was like, you know what? We got some vice grips. And it the vice grips worked. <laughs> it really did. Which I'm glad it did because this is a good one. I wish it was the diet one. It's not. But um, but it's good. Do they make a diet version of that when they put out the voodoo? Sometimes. Huh. I think. Interesting. If someone sees a diet version, let me know. I'll go get it because this one was 270 calories. But it's got a cool bottle. I like this bottle. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. It tastes like Skittles. All right. Yeah. I, I saw an article where I think that they released what the flavor was, but I didn't read it, so I couldn't tell you. Well, I'll look while you're talking about your drink. So, yeah. Um, Kyle had given me these mini bottles of A&W root beer, like, mm-hmm. in July. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been sitting in my pantry ever since, and I thought, hmm, I wonder if these are flat. Well, I put one in the refrigerator. <laughs> the answer is... And the answer is slightly. But you know what? It's weird because where Coke and and that kind of thing is gross flat, Mm -hmm. I don't mind a flat root beer. It's not terrible. It actually tastes more root beer-y than like, you know, just just straight sugary. You really do get the root beer flavor. I I didn't hate it flat. I really didn't. Interesting. Oh, man. Now I wish I'd gone to the root beer stand here lately. It's probably closed, though. It's in Corbin. Oh. It's like a really old drive-in next to Corbin High School. Um, the 2023 Mountain Dew Voodoo tastes like has been revealed to be Airheads Cherry. So close. You were close. So I can tell you, now that I read that, it definitely tastes like that or like the mystery flavor mm-hmm. of the Airheads, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure is still cherry. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, ooh, the Candy King in the Midwest should supply some cherry airheads to go along with it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, but you were close. Yeah. Skittles, I, I feel airheads, like that's on a, the same, same. Fruity. It's yeah, fun. it's fruity. Yeah. It's a fruity candy beverage. Yeah, I can't go wrong unless you don't like fruity candy or sugar. Um, but yeah, good times, good stuff. Glad you enjoyed your slightly flat uh, andily. I did. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, and I'll keep drinking this uh, cherry juice. Apparently, I got two cherry drinks. So look at me, double cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, if you want to hear more about oh, this show and what we're doing and all the past episodes, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. Um, we also have Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. That's um, on Instagram and Facebook at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Don't really post a lot on Instagram, but I keep getting a lot of followers. Should probably post something soon. And then um, we're on Twitter at BB and Eats, but I don't ever post there. And then uh, you can email me, hungryky@gmail.com, Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats at gmail.com. Check out our website for our old articles, bbandeats.com. And then uh, you can find this podcast wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. And then where do we find Girls Beer Sports? On a Twix at GRLS Spear Sports. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.